0: This is Spirituality Unpacked with Laura Bungars. For more information, please visit my website at spiritualityunpacked.com. It's Laura. Welcome back to Spirituality Unpacked. And if you're new around here, thanks for coming to hang out with me. I appreciate you. Do me a favor and don't forget to hit like, subscribe, and share from whatever platform you happen to be using this on or listen to this from. So, life as an unsupervised toddler. Hmm. That kind of, it was an analogy that sort of hit me the other day. I was doing some healing on myself, yep, it still happens, and I realized that I was trying to supervise my life. So now if you're a parent, if you've ever had children, you'll know, you know, when the toddler is quiet, there's something wrong, <laughs> right? When, when the toddler is, is not being loud, when the toddler is not making noise, you go check to see what they're doing. When there isn't something happening or when when you can't hear something going on, you got to make sure there's nothing wrong. Well, I was kind of treating life like that and it doesn't work. It doesn't work. So what does that mean? How do you treat life like that? So in, in the basic game of like manifestation, let's say, when you're trying to manifest something, if you keep watching for it to show up. It doesn't, it doesn't show up. You, the watched pot never boils. You can't just sit there and and watch. When's it coming? When's it coming? When's it coming? You know, keep checking the time. You, you can't do that. You, you kind of have to walk away from it. You have to let it go a little bit. So in a lot of ways, I wasn't doing that. But there was sort of a, a bigger thing going on. Because my entire life, has just sort of been <laughs> a problem, right? Life for me has just been bouncing from problem to problem. My life was a lot of chaos for a long time because I had created it for myself essentially, not because other people around me were awful, not because I had a horrible traumatic childhood or some... It, it had nothing to do with any of that. It, it was me creating my own chaos from my own pain. I had put my power away as a teenager and then proceeded to almost rebel and act out. I had this stubborn streak in me and, and I had one one switch and it was on or it was off and there was no middle at all. So I was either a stubborn boot or I would give in, roll over and play dead and put my power away entirely. and. I had no medium. Like there was no there was no option. I had no other way of managing things. So if 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 stubborn or defensive didn't work, then I just didn't do anything at all. I did nothing. And that that doesn't work. That's a problem, right? So there were things, there were conversations that I've checked out of that I've walked away from because stubborn defensive old boot wasn't going to fix it, it would probably actually make it worse. And I did that a lot anyway, but there were points where it was like, I I can't go in there guns blazing because that's not going to solve anything. How do I, I I can't do this. I, I, I need more compassion. I need more, more care. I need more gentle and I can't, I can't be in my power and be gentle at the same time. I don't have that. So I was just always in chaos because I was constantly just being a stubborn thing and and just creating a problem for myself by doing it. So what that turned into and what my life became was just sort of this giant sequence of, of problems with very little time for peace. I was constantly sort of waiting for the other shoe to drop. I was constantly waiting for the next thing to happen. I couldn't take my eyes off my life, because if I did, things would happen, and I wouldn't be able to do them now, or handle them. And I was, I was flying blind in those years. Like, I didn't have the intuition I have now. I wasn't using it this way, right? Um, I, I didn't, I didn't have the clarity that I have now. I didn't have the understanding that I have now. I hadn't done the work yet. So I was still really flying blind. And just sort of going from hitting one wall to hitting the next wall to hitting the next wall, I was never really ever okay for any length of time. Not in those years. So I got really good at sort of babysitting my life. I got really good at watching it. Because it needed to be monitored. Because if anything went wrong, I needed to be right there to clean up the mess. Well, the last little while, life hasn't needed a babysitter. Life's been quiet. The problems haven't been a whole lot of an issue. It hasn't been much of a thing. I have been... It's been peaceful. I've been able to focus on my writing, my work, doing the podcast, all of those kind of stuff. Life's been life's been quiet. The things that I have engaged in, I haven't done from a sort of a bullheaded stubborn idea. I've done them from a very calm place. There hasn't been any chaos. I haven't had any problems. I've put myself back in in a place where I've already been and when I was here the first time it was chaos because there was a lot of fear and anxiety and worry and stress and so it caused chaos and I started avoiding it and walked away and all that stuff and now I'm here and things are calm and there's no issues and I'm fine and I'm not stressed and I'm not worried and I don't care But then what I had to learn to do while I was here was I had to understand that I didn't have to watch my life to make sure it wasn't causing me trouble. I didn't have to keep checking in to make sure there was no problem. That it's okay if I take my eyes off of it for a while. I, I will have peace now. And, and even though there's still things going on around me, I, I actually still have peace. I'm, I'm not having to either engage or avoid or any of the other options that I now have that I didn't have before. I don't have to do any of those things. I can actually just be in my life. And I, I know, and this is intuition now, right? So I'm, I'm, I'm clairvoyant, so I, I get... I get outcome. I don't get path. I, I don't get timing. I don't get I don't get a lot of things. I often don't don't get the, the what will happen, I, or how it will happen. I don't have a play by play. I don't but but I know the outcome. Right? So I, I know that the that, that, that I'll get what I want or that what I need is coming or that or that this is how it's gonna play out or this is what's gonna happen. I, I have that information, but that's all I have, right? That's the, that's the intuition, that's kind of the clairvoyant piece. That I get, so I understand that the cycle is over. I've been being told that for a while, and I had to do a couple of things with that, and the first was um, kind of kick the habit of of the old cycle, right? so I had to I had to calm down and I had to stop worrying and I had to get over the fear, and I had to find sort of new ways to manage things that that weren't sort of the on off switch that I had going before and I had to stop worrying, and I had to not be afraid. And then I just have to simply allow the rest. And I was having a really hard time doing that because I'm so used to babysitting my life. So, who spends a lot of time babysitting their lives? Who, who finds themselves bouncing from thing to thing, problem to problem? Who's, who's in that boat? And I, because I know it well, because I've done it. I, I understand what that does, because it, it puts you almost into survival. You, you almost, you don't have a choice. You, you kind of, you're, you're almost in a constant constant adrenaline rush. You're constantly trying to fix things. You're, you're constantly protecting yourself. You're, the guard's always up. It's really hard. It's really stinking hard. And then suddenly your intuition says, okay, you can calm down now. And you kind of look around and you go, What? I can do what? How do I how do I do that? (laughs) And that was me. How the heck do you not do that? And what I understood and what I began to understand as I was doing this little bit this week was that taking responsibility for my life didn't mean babysitting it like an unsupervised toddler. Taking responsibility for my life just meant understanding when I needed to take action and when I didn't. And what the action was that I needed to take. So I needed to understand when to engage and when not to engage. I had a much easier time with doing when, when the taking responsibility for my life was doing. Like the other day when I, when I called my parents and I told them about my new, my career. Those kinds of doings, I can use the old stubborn bullheaded trick because i can just blast through those things i can use the stubbornness as kind of the way to get over the hump of okay i need to do this thing so that i don't get caught in the fear of doing it and i just move forward and that works fine right and i didn't come at them with a stubborn streak in me but but i definitely used it to kind of get me going right so i didn't get stuck or stopped or or chicken out or do any of that stuff so in in those respects In that kind of a way, when it is an action that I have to take, a phone call I need to make, something I need to do that way, I do it very easily because I can just sort of be stubborn about it. I can bullnose my way through. And what I ran up against was that when I didn't have to do anything, when there was no action that I could sort of drive through, I ran aground. Because I was leaning on my stubborn streak too much to keep me going. And I still had some emotional, mental stuff that I had to work through. I had to get clear around these ideas that I've been talking about that I don't need to babysit my life. And that I don't have to keep checking. I'm allowed to just be okay and be happy in my life. And that's what they meant. They kept telling me, just be happy. Just go to your work and enjoy and don't worry about it. And it was like, how do you do that? I, I've never done it. So I suddenly had to figure out how to do it. How do you just stop worrying about things when you've been doing that for so long? And I realized I don't have any problems. Like, there's nothing going on. I got stuff, but there, I mean, really, there's nothing going on. Life is about as calm and quiet as I, I could possibly make it. I, I just don't have things. And it was really hard just to sort of sit and be and be okay in that. I had to figure out what to do with that. And it was just coming to that understanding that I didn't have to babysit or keep an eye on everything when there was nothing going on, that I could actually let my guard down for five minutes. There were actually going to be times when nothing was going to be going on and things were going to be quiet and I was going to actually have a life that could be peaceful. But a novel concept, a life that's peaceful? Who the heck has that? Apparently I do. It's very strange. When you understand that you have the power to handle what goes on, that it doesn't, your life doesn't require you to keep waiting for the other shoe to drop. You don't have to keep monitoring it. And that you have the power, regardless, even if you're not watching and you get a sneak attack, doesn't matter, you're still, you're still okay. Even if you're not watching and life sneaks up on you, you're still okay because you still have the skills to manage. And I had to learn and I had to realize that I could trust my intuition. When I need to do something, I'll know. When there's an action to take, I'll know. I'll get the message. I always do. I always have it before. It's not going to change because I stop watching. So why did I end up doing all this healing work? And by the way it wasn't it wasn't a big deal. it was a couple hours you know the other day and I, it was fine but and it's not painful and, and and I use my own stuff right so so what does that mean? I ended up doing this because I hit the rocks because something that I've been asking for kind of didn't show up. <laughs> And the problem was that I was watching. I was babysitting. I was I had my guard up. I had expectations. And I was guarding myself against disappointment. And, oops, guess what happened, folks? Yep, okay. Got something to fix there. I couldn't just kind of block it out and ignore it because it kept burning me out. I, I would keep trying to do my work, and I, I would... Kind of lose the energy around it because I would get burned out from trying to squish it or trying to ignore it Or trying to make it go away and I couldn't do it. I actually had to actively heal it And that was where this idea of the unsupervised toddler came from Was that process of healing? So what does healing look like for Laura? I do the same thing that I offer you guys There's no difference. I, I don't I don't have a magic trick in the background Um, there's not a big secret that I'm going to ask you for thousands of dollars for me to tell you. Um, it doesn't, it doesn't work like that. (laughs) Um, I do what I offer you. So the first thing is you get your brain on board. You have to get your, your mental clarity. You have to understand what you're doing and you have to understand what the problem is. Getting the brain on board makes it easier because if your brain's still going around in circles, if your brain's still in worry and fear you won't get there because the brain will keep you, keep you kind of suspended. It'll keep you stuck. So you have to understand what you're doing. You have to understand, you have to begin to understand where the problem is. I do everything through cards, you know this, but you can use intuition just as well without cards. But it's really just a, a conversation. I just keep kind of digging towards it. So when I come when I run across something that makes sense, then I I check in and I get new information and that leads me down a different path and I just you know, like in the workbooks that I that I do, if you've never if you've never grabbed one, message me and I'll send you a free copy of something that I have of one of the many that I have. But those workbooks are the mental gymnastics because they're just a series of questions to get you thinking differently and really we just keep coming back to is this true is that perception accurate is what I'm feeling or thinking real is is this valid like do I have to do this does this even make sense so we go down that path and what I go for is what You know, what we often call higher awareness, but really I just call it helicopter ride, right? So life, when you're in it, when you're in your 3D reality or your what is, is very, you're staring at the bottoms of the trees. You're in the forest and you stare at the bottoms of the trees. And that can be very confusing and very difficult because everything looks the same when you're in the middle of a forest staring at bottoms of trees. But when you get up in the helicopter and you look at the tops of the trees, now you can see where all the obstacles are. Now you can find the path. Now now you can see all the solutions to all your problems. Y- you start to understand everything that's going on around you. It gives you a very, very different perspective. And I have the gift of clarity. So I am able to get up in the helicopter so I can pop out of my own life anytime I want to. I'm not, I'm not stuck in the story of my life or the what is. I, I pop out all the time. And so I give myself that gift on a regular basis. So when I do healing, I pop out. I'm not in the story. I'm not telling the story about how the thing didn't come and how there was a problem and how it didn't happen and how I suck. (laughs) I'm not telling myself that story. It's there. But I'm not telling myself that story. I'm telling myself, I'm looking at it and I'm going, okay, Laura, what's going on with you, right? I'm looking at myself going, what just happened right so I'm asking myself different questions and coming up with answers but not what is answers I'm not I'm not in he did this and she said that and they blend blah blah. I'm not I'm not in 3d I'm not hanging out there I don't care about the drama-rama I don't care about what's going on I, it doesn't matter I'm looking for what's true for me here and what's mine and what do I need to own and take responsibility for in those moments. What's true? What what was the lie that I was believing and then what's true? My workbooks are the that exact stuff. It goes through those exact processes. It takes you through that. Here's the spiritual truth of of a given experience and and here's Here's, the, here's the, higher, the higher awareness behind a given experience and, and, and here's where it comes from and, and here's the clarity around it. Okay, now where are you caught? What's your thing? And that's what I offer. So when you think about it differently and you get out of what is, when you get out of the sort of drama of the experience... And you allow yourself to say, okay, what's theirs and what's mine? So we got to sort out the fruit salad, right? We got to sort out the fruit salad. And I was having this conversation with somebody just yesterday. What's yours and what's mine, right? So when somebody comes at you and they are mean or derogatory or talking down to you or being disrespectful in some way, That's their stuff. And if you try to demand respect, you're probably not going to get it, number one. And number two, you're just picking a fight. You're not going to get anywhere. It doesn't solve anything. That's their stuff. It's not about you. So you taking offense solves nothing. You picking a fight solves nothing. You're not getting anywhere. The ego naturally wants to defend itself. That's a normal human behavior. But if you go down that path, you're going to end up in a place you don't want to be because you're picking a fight. So you're better off to decide, is this worth it? <laughs> and and the answer is probably no. And the conversation came to, well, you know, this relationship has been like this for a long time. Maybe I should end it. There you go. Right? You know, even if you're not responding, even if you're not reacting, if the person isn't changing, even if you're managing to hold your own and the person isn't changing, and they're still doing the same things, then you have to decide if that relationship is worth it to you, right? Generally, the theory is, if I change within the relationship, then the relationship should change. But if it doesn't, because people are stuck or whatever's going on for other people, then we have to be willing to allow those relationships to end. Or at least put them in time out. So it's it's those kinds of things, but it's that clarity of the other person's attitude isn't mine. And it's not about me. And if I pick the fight by getting offended by another person's tone or how another person phrases what they say or whatever I'm going to be in trouble if I get bothered by that I'm going to have a problem because I can't control that I can't control that so I have to look at what I can control what's actually mine what do I actually have control over so I can't control what another person says but I can control whether I talk to that person or not Right? So, what do I actively have control over? And then, what do I do with that? Right? Understanding what's mine, and then understanding what to do with what's mine, and take responsibility for my own junk. Right? So then that means if if there was a trigger in there for me, if I overreacted, if I did something, if I responded or reacted without thinking or if I responded badly, whatever, then I got to take responsibility for my own crap. Well, what the hey? I got to figure out what the trigger was. What's the wound? What's the thing that's causing me the grief? Why did I respond like that? What happened? And it's not about what the other person did or said. That's about you. It doesn't matter what the other person does. It's always about you. Who am I in this? That's why I say get out of the what is, because it doesn't matter. Get out of the drama, because it doesn't matter. It's not he said, she said, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what they said. You reacted. That's what matters. Because that's the thing you have control over. So why did you react and how do you deal with that within yourself? Because that's where your control is. And ultimately, we can bring that back full circle. Because that's life. That's how you deal with everything, whether it's person, place, or thing, it doesn't matter. What do I have control over? What's mine? It doesn't matter if I fail, if I hit the rocks, if the manifestation doesn't come. It doesn't matter what those things are. What's my role in that? And I look for what's mine. So I'm not mad at myself because I hit the rocks. I'm not mad at the universe because it doesn't give me what I want. I'm, I'm not doing those things. I'm not playing in those spaces. I'm simply looking at what was the problem that I had within me. My control is inside me. It is not out there. My control isn't trying to make the other person do what I want. My control isn't by trying to make the universe do what I want either. My control is by being okay within myself. My control is by understanding that the life is not an unsupervised toddler and I don't need to babysit it. That peace just means I can go back and do my work and be okay and be completely okay and not worry about a gosh darn thing and not be bothered by any of it. And that when the fear or the anxiety does show up, the idea is I just have to reconnect to what I know is true. I just have to reconnect to myself again and stop babysitting. It all works the same way. It all happens the same way, we do it the same way. It doesn't matter what you're dealing with, whether it's another person, whether it's a thing, whether it's, whether it's a whatever, the universe, it doesn't matter. Everything comes from the same place, it's all inside you. We don't have control over other people, we don't have control over the universe, we don't have control over the objects around us, we don't have control over, over the, the whatever we deal with. We don't have control. And the way you gain control is by changing how you respond, or to stop responding entirely. So if your crazy overreaction didn't work, then maybe you got to find a new trick. (laughs) Hey, gee, what a novel concept, right? What do you mean I can't overreact? Oh. (laughs) It doesn't work. And then if you do overreact, if you do lose your marbles, if you do go off the deep end a little bit, okay, right? So I had that moment too. Shoot, I messed this up, right? I had that moment too, right? Like Monday, Tuesday, I had that moment. Okay, you know what? If I get peeved off at myself here, this isn't going to work. If I get mad at myself and I walk away and I just simply give up, I'm going to be in trouble. Like, there's a problem. I can't do that. And that was my old strategy. I would walk away and give up. That was my old way of doing it. I would just simply kind of give up. And I can't. I got too far to just walk away and give up. Okay? So I got to let myself off the hook. It's okay. I'm human and I'm allowed to have those moments and that's totally fine. Life's going to give me the mulligan. I can try again. Right? So what do I need to fix so I can try again and be successful? What needs to heal? Not get mad at the universe for what I didn't get. Okay, let's try it again. Now, let's be okay. And let's understand that I don't need to babysit my life and that I can let my guard down and that I am allowed to be at peace. And that my control over this situation is not my doing in the outside world. It is by how I feel within myself. It is within me, my own thoughts and my own feelings, nothing else. And that is true 100% of the time in everything. All right. I thought I might go over with this and... I have not. We are right there. That is really, really cool. So I want to invite you on Sunday to come on to Facebook and hang out on my page with me because I do kind of a live version of this where I talk a little bit about some things and take questions and stuff like that. So 1 p.m. Sunday Central Time, come hang out with me on Facebook. If you haven't liked my page over there, come and do it. My personal profile is, is also public, so you can follow me there. Um, I share everything wide and open, so you're not missing anything if we're not friends, although you're welcome to friend me. Come and hang out with me. um, I always have lots to say. um, And don't forget to check out the blog, too, um, because I've been doing a lot of writing the last few days, because I've had, as usual, a lot to say, especially when when I'm in healing mode with myself. It always provides me with some cool insights and lots of things to tell you about. So, Um, I couldn't wait for this morning because it meant that I got to share all this cool stuff with you and I like doing that. So thanks so much for listening. I'm Laura and this is Spirituality Unpacked and I will talk to you next time. Have a good one, gang. Bye for now. This has been Spirituality Unpacked with Laura Bungars. Don't forget to like, subscribe and share. Thanks so much for listening.